Let this define you. Life's challenges can derail you from your destiny and purpose. We're here to remind you that getting knocked down, no matter how hard, can be the starting point of the best days of your life. Do you believe that your failures can define you in the best way possible? Listen in on Patrick McMullen's conversation with inspiring people who have proven it can. On this week's episode, we have the pleasure of talking to Brian Moran, co-author of the New York Times bestseller, The 12-Week Year. Over the last several years, Brian and his business partner, Michael Lennington, have aligned themselves with many of the largest organizations in the world to bring impact. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Patrick and Brian. Been a long time since Chicago, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, a few years. Yeah, what a what a fun time that was in our journey to meet, eh? Yeah. And yeah, that was And here now you're in Arizona and it's all your fault. Well, Brian, the podcast is called Let This Define You. And it's it's really a, a journey and you've been on a journey for how, how long? How long have you, you know, where, where did you come up with it? Tell the story, the pivotal hardship in your life that kind of redefined you as a person and who you've become today. You know, that's interesting, Patrick, because I've had a number of pivotal hardships. <laughs> I don't dwell on them, though. Uh, both Judy and I, my wife, are cancer survivors. I would say those were pivotal hardships in how we look at life and how we how we approach life. And um you know, I'd say, you know, our faith is even stronger than it was before that. But I think that's the impact that's had is just us walking in gratitude every day. Um, the other one, though, that was really big was that big recession in, what, 2009, 2010? Yeah, like life-changing for many people. It, it was for us because we lost everything. We literally lost everything. And um, you know, there was a time my wife and I were in bed. We had a two-story house, Colonial we're in bed and all of a sudden Judy hears some ruckus and she goes to the window and as she looks out and she's like, they're here. And I'm like, yeah, this is the middle of the night, right? Sure. Like, sure. They're here. She says the monkeys. And, and, and for us, what that meant was, you know, when we were kids, we talked about the scariest movie we saw as a kid was the wizard of Oz. And what made it scary was not only the witch, but it was those flying monkeys. <laughs> and so she gets up in the middle of the night and she goes, they're here. The monkeys are here. They're taking your car. So my car was being repossessed. We lost our home. We lost our savings. We had zero money at the end of this thing, and I owed the IRS 120 grand. That's a heck of a, a start when you think about what we're talking about here today. I mean, and, and but you never let that down. And I think what drew me to you, Brian, is when when we met in Chicago, and it, it, it really actually our journey with, together started a few years prior because. I felt I needed something else to go to another level in leading our businesses. And all of a sudden I found the 12 week year. And, but what drew me to you is when I started to follow you and to hear that you had been through a journey similar to mine, <laughs> but you didn't let that define you. You, you picked your, your boots up, you picked yourself up off the ground. And what, I guess, you know, one of the things I always look at is when I get up every morning, just how, What's going to get me going? What's my What's going to be my victory today? What? How did you start? How did you bring it all the way back? You know, it was a tough time, and it was it was uh, it was really tough on our on our marriage as well. We had two young girls, and um, you know, it was one of those things that my wife was kind of like, well, maybe maybe you need to go get a real job, because yeah. you know, I was self employed doing my own thing, and and I'm like, well, I could do that, but it's going to limit our income, it's going to limit our potential, and right now. 
there's a lot of people looking for those jobs. So that's that's a full-time job to find a job, and it could be 12 to 18 months to get it. Sure. So so I looked and I said, okay, what what's the best scenario for us long-term? And that was really to continue to bet on myself and 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 what we were doing. Uh, but we had to we had to pivot. We had to redefine our business. We were working with large clients, mm-hmm. um, Fortune 1000 clients. They were big contracts. We were a small group, so we didn't have many of them. And what happened in that recession is they all we either finished it and they didn't do anything more, <clears throat> or they stopped the project because of financial restraints they had. And so no one was buying. The selling cycle's eighteen months long in those things. And we said, you know what, we've we've got to pivot. We can't operate this way going forward. It's just too risky for us. We've got, um, you know, too many eggs in one basket and there are only a couple of eggs to begin with. So we redefined how we were doing our business, how we went after our business. And honestly, we used the 12-week year to do it. it and you, right now, when you think about what the economy and everybody's predicting recession and what the heck's going to happen, and but you're a success story that I think many people, it's why you're here. What drew me to you again, why we're sitting here today is because the fact is you you redefined yourself and you reinvented yourself in how you were doing business, but you stuck to your core principles, which I still think yeah. too many people look for a new trick every dang day just to try to get a solution. You stuck to who you were, but you pivoted. And out of a recession, look what happened. Yeah. So what happened for us is, yeah, we pivoted the way we were we were going to market, who we were focused on. But like you said, stuck the same principles. And, you know, within a year, my personal income was higher than it had ever been. So it was, it was, it was amazing. Um, and, and we're continuing to have it to pivot because the marketplace is always changing, but not so radically as that yeah. that time. Let's hope not, right? Yeah. I mean, would you, when, what, what advice would you give someone today, just even today, based upon the last you know, 12 years since that, that whole period, 13 years? Just one thing that you would say, hey, this is what you should do to define yourself today in this uncertain time that that everybody wants to talk about. Yeah, I think you have to keep looking forward. And and in those difficult moments, it's hard to dream, but you've got to dream. You've got to have a dream that compels you that is worth fighting for. And for me, that was what I wanted to create for my family in terms of a lifestyle and the type of family we wanted to be and the things we wanted to do and the things we wanted to accomplish. So never letting go of that was probably the toughest part of that because everything around you is telling you that's never going to happen. Sure. Right. You, you owe the IRS 120 grand and you got bub kiss. How are you going to do that? Right. Right. And so hanging on to that dream. So, and, and, and just act on it consistently, right? It's not going to change tomorrow. It's not going to change next week, but if you keep after it enough, you, you, it's going to, it's going to change. So you talked about the monkey night. I, that <laughs> maybe you heard it defined as that. It, when you think about just the, the the obstacles and the different thing was that the night that changed everything that you said, hey, I, I'm going to change my life. It, it was all part of that, right? I mean, that was that was a, a that was a horrible moment for us. I mean, we kind of joke about it now, the the flying monkeys, but that was a horrible moment for us. And those months that ensued with that, because we did. We worked hard to sell the house for the bank, right? And they didn't take the sale because they got more money through TARP if they didn't take the sale. And they ended up selling the house for less. And we didn't walk away. We made a deal to pay that back because we felt like we owed it. Sure. So there was, but that that night was the beginning of kind of a nightmare for us that went on for you know more than twelve months. And look where you are today, though. I mean, as you describe in that twelve months, you went from just 
rock bottom to yeah. where you said you'd never booked more business. Why do you think you booked more business? Was it just the fact that you applied the 12-week year principles and, and put that into action and then took it out? Or is there something yeah. else that maybe someone wouldn't see in the book that just defined who you are? You know, it's a big piece of, of look, any plan you put together is flawed. There's no perfect plan. So you've got to you've got to walk it out and make adjustments along the way. And that's what we did. And so with the 12 week year, what we did is we failed faster. That makes sense. That's a it's a beautiful term. Right. So you're in order to figure out what works, if you haven't been there before, and I hadn't been there before, and I hope I'm never there again. Right. And I hope your listeners are never there. But that was, you know, we were in a situation where we we're never in before. So it wasn't like let's let's be paralyzed by that. We need we need more action, right? We need to we need to get out there and try a bunch of stuff. Much of it's not going to work, but let's find the stuff that does, and that's that's how we were able to do that. So, just as as we start to you know rebuild, and you're in that process, and I mean our journeys are similar. And again, it's why when I when I read your book and started deploying it, it connected with me, and it just it it. it, it it's just something I could relate to. We're, we're, and there were so many people that could relate to it. I mean, let's face it, that economy crash was brutal for everybody. Yeah. Is there any stories or something that you go back to when you were were pivoting that fueled to say, hey, this this person or this event, this client just took me and said, listen, I'm on the right path. And when it happened, what did how did you act? What did it feel like? Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, un unfortunately for us, it wasn't like that. It was more the validation came as the things we were doing started to produce some fruit. Mm -hmm. And you know that the harvesting is always different from the planting. So sure. it wasn't immediate. So that's where you got to keep the faith. That's why you got to have the dream. That's why you've got to keep moving forward because there is that gestation period. And 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 so as we started to see some of the fruit bear and some of the clients say, hey, this is really good. This is working. That was validation that we're on the right track. Let's continue to do this. And a big pivot for us was moving away from those large companies to really focusing on individuals, <clears throat> which was a challenge for us because I knew how to sell. Sure. So I could talk to the president of Allstate and he bought for everybody. <laughs> sure. <laughs> when, when you're selling to an individual, you got to learn to market. And so we had a big curve on learning to market. We're still learning, right? There's still more about that that um, we're learning every day. It's it's amazing how it, it, I mean it's part of what break time U is all about is uh, giving people tools that they can learn every day in a, in a format that's just short, simple, concise that allows people to take something that you teach and bring it to their life every day and immediately. Did you enjoy this conversation? Hit the plus sign or follow button so you don't miss an episode with Patrick and his inspiring guests. Thank you for joining us, and remember to let this define you.